0: Welcome to the Happy Health Podcast. I'm your host, Amy Catania. Each week, we'll discuss all things to make you happier and healthier. Hope you enjoy the show. Hey everyone, it's Amy. Welcome back to another episode of the Happy Health Podcast. My guest today is Kate Boyle. Passionate about holistic health and great movement, Kate owns and operates Mind and Movement Pilates, a Pilates and wellness studio in Melbourne, Australia. Having been an elite level dancer, she gravitated to a career in health due to her love of movement and wanting to get a better understanding of nutrition to improve overall health and performance. As a qualified nutrition As a qualified nutritionist and food scientist, Kate has worked within the health and nutrition field for more than 16 years, and is passionate about helping women move well, eliminate pain, live a balanced life, and make being healthy easy. In this episode, we go through why working your core is so important, small steps to better health, and how to avoid burnout. So let's get to it. Hey everyone, welcome back to the Happy Health Podcast. Today I have another guest, Ms. Kate Boyle. Thank you so much for being here, Kate, how are you doing?
1: I'm having, I'm great. Thank you, Amy. Thanks for having me on the show.
0: Yeah, I'm so excited. Um, We're going to get right into it. So how did you get to doing what you're doing? Like explain what you do and how you got there.
1: So I'm a Pilates instructor and a nutritionist. So I do a bit of a mix in the sort of whole health field. I got there because I was a dancer originally Mm -hmm. and I tore my meniscus in my knee at 16. So my, you know, thoughts of having a career in dance kind of ended quite young and I had mm-hmm. to sort of start to think about what else I could do. Right. I knew I was interested in health and fitness, but I kind of hadn't thought about anything else but dance right. up until that point. Um, so I actually had a lot of eating issues when I was growing up, being mm-hmm. in a dance field, restricting my eating. And so I right. thought, well, you know what? It would be great to get into the nutrition field, mm-hmm. one, help myself to help others and potentially help other young females that are going through the same things. So yeah. that's kind of how I entered the nutrition world. And I was teaching dancing on the side, you know, doing your thing you do while mm-hmm. you're trying to, you know, pay for your education. Right. Um, one of my dancer friends said to me, you know, you should do the Pilates course because there's so much work out there now. This was like in the early 2000s, right. you know, there's so much work. You know, it's just coming and, and emerging. So why don't yeah. you train in that? And I said, All right, sure. You know, why not add that to my plate as well? Yeah. So I finished my uni degree and as I was working as a nutritionist, I then studied mm-hmm. and did the Pilates course sort of on top outside of ours. Right. Um and then I got so much work through teaching. Pilates that I ended up, you know, doing a little bit of Pilates, still working nutrition. And then in 12 years ago, I opened my own Pilates and wellness studio and melded it all together. And that's how I am where
0: I am now. That's awesome. Okay. So let's take a step back. So I know, I know what Pilates is. You obviously know what Pilates is. And I think people have a general idea what Pilates is, but if you've never taken a Pilates class or gone to a Pilates studio, I feel like people don't know what it really truly is. So can you explain like what it is?
1: Sure. So it's Pilates is a method of movement that focuses on control, precision, coordination, mm-hmm. flow of movement, and has a really big aspect of your breathing as well. Okay. So within the method of Pilates, we're focusing on full body strength, but we are focus a lot on form and we look at relationships of muscles. So rather than, you know, you injuring a knee and you go and you just get knee rehab done. If you come into a Pilates class, we're going to look at, you know, what's the position of your foot? Maybe the knee pain's coming from Mm. the hip. How is your core? Are you firing your glutes? So we really look at the body as a whole and we strengthen movement patterns. So, you know, you might injure, I'll have a lot of clients that, you know, come in with lower back pain. So we Mm -hmm. might look how they're bending and twisting and are they doing it safely? So we say it's an exercise method. But right. for all my clients, I really try to instill in them that they can take this method and use it in their everyday lives yes. to improve their health and movement. So right. it's, it's an exercise method in its base, but on top of that, it's got so many layers right. that yeah, it's an amazing method that you can use in
0: everyday life. And do you have to use machines to do that? Or can you do Pilates without the mis- Pilates machines?
1: So you can do both, Where there's mat Pilates and then there's also Pilates using the Reformer, the Cadillac, the Wonder Chest. So all the big pieces of equipment Mm -hmm. and both are really great. It just depends what you're after. If Obviously, if you're doing mat, you're getting a lot more body weight exercise. It's generally Mm -hmm. a lot harder. The machines give you assistance. So you can make an exercise easier and harder on the machines by changing the spring load. When it's just you and your mat, you've got to really just focus on your own strength.
0: Right. So how do you incorporate? Because I love that because I do the same thing. I own a gym um, and we incorporate personal training with nutrition. So I know you're incorporating Pilates with nutrition. What, do you, what does that look like for you, your clients?
1: It kind of varies from client to client. So a lot of the time it will be, you know, somebody will be cramping and I'll be like, okay, well, you know, what sort of activity have you been doing leading up to this? If they haven't been doing much, I'll be like checking in. Okay, well, how is your water intake? You know, what's your magnesium intake? You know, are you using a magnesium oil if you're going for big runs? So it'll kind of come in throughout our classes. Um, But last year with COVID hitting, we ended up closing the studio for seven and a half months, as I know. Lots of places had to do around the world. Uh, So I actually launched an online membership. And so that is a membership portal that really focuses on nutrition and movement. So within that membership portal, I've got recipes. We have monthly health masterclasses with different experts, but we also have live question and answer sessions. So people can ask me, you know, how do I do this Pilates move or, you know, what should I be eating to help me lose weight or whatever it may be. So I'm doing a lot more of it online now than I ever did before.
0: Oh, that's so, okay. So I have a couple of questions there. Cause that's one that's amazing. I think um, I've had people on the, the podcast that we talk just about health and we talk about like mindset and pivoting. And I think what you did with your business is huge because, you know, I, I had to do the same thing. We were, we only had to be closed for two months, fortunately, but um, it was same thing. We had to go online. And I think as a business owner, you just have to make these these decisions to kind of switch it up and, and still bring that value to your clients. Right. So it was, I think it's amazing and so commendable that you were able to pivot and go online. Um, but now I think did it, were you, did you have any, um, international clients before that or did you get any? From- no.
1: So we were all just in studio base and yeah. so going online has really opened it up and change the dynamic uh, yeah. and clients love it too, because now they've got, they might come into the studio once a week and do their right. workout, but then they've got access to home workouts now that yeah. we didn't have before. Yeah. So it really has changed the dynamic for the better. And it's actually encouraging even my studio clients to do more of their Pilates at home and they're, right. they're feeling a difference. So, yeah. you know, good things can come out of bad I things know. sometimes. I
0: know, totally. I know. That's what I think, especially uh, just looking at the silver lining of things, like you know, we did the same thing. Now we realize that we were just we were just in studio. But being able to go online now, when people do get back to traveling, or when they do have to stay home, or when you know they their, their job says, "Hey, I need you to work this day," and they're like, "I can't get into the studio," they can still pop in and do an online workout. Like that's a huge plus for us being able to bring more value to our clients, and for the clients to to have even more health and fitness into their lives because because of something that was. Terrible, but we got good out of it. So I think that's amazing that you're doing that for your clients. Thanks. Well,
1: yeah, I think it's just been one of those things, you know, with being close to seven and a half months, so many people, you know, we had to do, we had to look at different options and pivot. And, you know, that was one that was available to us and one that clients have really embraced. So it has Mm -hmm. been a really great change.
0: Yeah. So I'm going to pivot a little bit. So I know you are just like me and doing like small steps to help people with their health, right? A lot of times when people come to me and it's probably the same for you, everybody wants a big change. They want to change their life in like a week. (laughs) it's like, okay. (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) so it's just, it's one of those things. So how do you, how do you approach that? What is your approach to helping people with small baby steps?
1: I usually just take them through. I often sort of point out, especially when they're coming in with pain, how long it's taking them to get to that point. Right. So, you know, maybe, you know, they've had a an arm injury, yeah. like a shoulder injury, and it's taken months or years to get to that point. So I kind of just try to re-educate them. It's going to take um, time to unravel those, you know, maybe their movements that aren't so great to build up that strength to build up that mobility Mm -hmm. so i guess it's educating them from the start that you know we are going to need to take small steps but then highlighting the along the way on their journey so maybe when they're you know five weeks in i'll be like can you remember five weeks ago you couldn't do this exercise but look at where you're at now yeah so really highlighting those small wins just to keep them motivated just really helps
0: absolutely i think that's it's a huge thing i think we, we get so wrapped up in not counting our small wins. We want these like big ginormous goals to be met, but we, people may not realize that, you know, better sleep or less injury or less pain or all those tiny little things are because they're happening so slowly. Sometimes we don't notice them, but I love that you're highlighting it for your clients. And I think it's important for people listening on the podcast, like highlight your wins. Like even if you're, you're not training with me or with Kate or with, you know, you you're doing it on your own, just make sure you're tracking your own wins and seeing those small progress, those progress steps so that you can see that it's not just about the scale. It's not just about like all these things that at the end, it's all the little tiny moments in between, right? That's it. And yes. I mean,
1: trying to, I often try to just empower my clients too, and sort of say, you know, you now have the understanding of your body. Right. You understand that if you're starting to feel stressed, you can relax your shoulders. You can calm down your breathing. And you've got all these tools and techniques that you've been learning, and right. these are the small things that are going to add up in the long run. So Absolutely. that could be really helpful as well.
0: Uh, one thing that I love about Pilates is how it helps our posture, which I know with all of us working from home, so much <laughs> our posture—we're yeah. hunched over the desk and hunched over, uh, you know, just typing. It talks to me about how like Pilates helps with that because I feel like people only. They go to Pilates, at least when people are like, oh, Pilates is too easy or Pilates is like, we have all these thoughts on what it is. And I think it's fantastic for helping all those little movements that we may not pay attention to.
1: Yeah, so we do a lot of work in Pilates on posture, mm-hmm. especially like you said, for upper back, with so many people bending over their phones right. nowadays yeah. and stuff too. So we do a lot of upper back strengthening and mobility work because most people get really tight through there. Yeah. But also, you know, if you're working out at home, a lot of people will do push ups, they'll do mm-hmm. bicep curls, they'll do all yeah. that sort of stuff, but they don't think about the back muscles. So we do yeah. have a big emphasis, especially on upper back, but also just developing body awareness. So, you know, understanding when we're standing, where our weight placement is through our feet, when we're sitting, if we're leaning forward or back mm-hmm. and how that's adjusting or, or changing our posture right. and then allowing ourselves just to check in every now and again. So once we develop that awareness, I'll say to my clients, you know, set an alarm on your phone every 30 minutes mm-hmm. That's that it goes off. That's like your little posture check. So, you know, check if your core is slightly switched on, if you're sitting right. in the center of your sit bones, when you're sitting down, mm-hmm. you know, see where you are in space and that can just be sort of reset
0: yeah totally I know I catch myself like leaning into my (laughs) into my my monitor and like hunched over I'm like oh my goodness wait a minute so I think it's so important and what you said was like spot on Um, my husband who's also my partner in the gym he's obsessed with rowing and doing back he's like we everybody loves just like all the chest right we always want to do the do the bro moves as he calls them (laughs) like just (laughs) but your back is where it's at. like your back yeah that's it is the the key to everything. So I love that, you know, that, that goes through all modalities, right? It doesn't matter if you're doing personal training or if you're doing, I know yoga does back, uh, you know, Pilates does it. So it's just important. So if you're listening to this, make sure you're rowing and you're doing some back. Do back work. Yeah, do back work, whatever that looks like. Yeah. Part
1: of that too is everything we do generally is in front of us. We drive the car, we're, mm-hmm. we're holding the cereal in front of us. We're pushing the trolley, we're right. typing on the computer, e- we're picking up our kids. Right. Everything is a forward motion. Mm-hmm. And so that is going to take its toll. So we've really got to counterbalance and work our back to help yeah. with that posture.
0: That is an amazing way to put it. I don't think I've ever heard anybody say Talk about it like that. Like when you say it, it's like, duh, but when you, we don't think about it. So I think a lot of light bulbs just went off for a lot of people because, um, as people, as you know, we're like trainers and we know all the, we have all the sciencey stuff behind it. Right. But you, I think you just put it in the the easiest, like total way for somebody that doesn't have all that background to be like, Oh my gosh, she's right. You know, I'm constantly doing things forward facing. So to start doing stuff that's, uh, protecting your back and that that comes into play for your lower back as well too
1: it definitely
0: yeah i know you do a lot of stuff with core and pilates right like um can you go through a little bit because i noticed you you mentioned lower back and then you said we do core but i don't think people may not realize the correlation like i realize the correlation but how important when lower back pain is tied into your core right It's
1: really important. So, we focus a lot on your deep internal abdominal Mm -hmm. muscles. So, getting into pelvic floor connection, because that's, you know, especially for women, one in three women generally have pelvic floor issues. Mm -hmm. The stats are showing. So, making sure that they are connected to their pelvic floor, they know how to to contract it and strengthen it. They know how to release it. But then your deeper abdominal muscles, so your transverse abdominis, these are all stabilizers for the lower back. Mm -hmm. On top of that though, we do lots of glute work because if you don't have good glutes, you're not going to have a good lower back. So core work is really important, but also strengthening the glutes for the lower back. So we do a lot of our exercises are are not, again, they're not just focused on the one area. We're going to make them functional, combine them and get back to functional movements like lung and squatting and those sorts of things mm-hmm. so we focus a lot on that in pilates as well yeah
0: I, I love it and i think it's important for people to distinguish there is a difference between core and ab exercise like ab, yeah. there's there's the superficial abs and the ones that we see and that you know those take that's a whole lot of that's a whole other conversation but the deep core is is so important and those are the the exercises that don't seem as um Fancy, I guess. Those are the ones that people don't exactly, you know, they just want sexy. to sexy. <laughs> yeah, sexy. That's a perfect answer. Perfect way to put it. Those are, but it's the, the core ones are the ones that they hurt, but those are the ones that are really going to get you your lower back where it, it. it needs to be. And I have um, osteoarthritis in my lower back. So I'm constantly telling people like core, 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 core. And glutes is, is super important for getting that lower back pain to slowly yeah. but surely dissipate.
1: That's it. And a lot of clients, you know, are sort of surprised because they'll be like, oh, I thought I was going to do a lot of core work in Pilates and you haven't made me do any Mm sit-ups. And I'm like, yeah, Yeah. because that is not your core work. I said, we're going to challenge your balance. We're going to challenge your stability. And we can do that in all different planes, standing, you know, on your tummy, on your side, whatever it is, but it doesn't need to involve a single sit-up at all. Yes.
0: I know. Same. We get the same thing where people are like, oh, I, I feel like we're not doing a lot of abs. I'm like, yeah. Because, so you know, like those sit-ups and crunches. You don't need and, to do those type of abs. Right. Yeah, exactly. Right. The, the, those those just tire you out. We're going to do ones that actually benefit your body overall and are going to make you feel so much better. So I, I love that you're on the same plane. So people may not know listening to this that you are coming to us from Australia. So they're probably thinking, oh my goodness, I'm going <laughs> to go to her studio. I'm going to check her out. So um I want you to go through a little bit on like how people can find you online. Cause I know, I know I, people are listening to this. They're going to be like, Oh, well, you know, how, you know, where can I find her? So let's go through a little bit of that so they know like, that's all right. he's in australia <laughs> yeah i'm in
1: melbourne australia so way away from you guys yeah, we're a little um, far. Which most people probably picked up with my accent too when they yeah. uh hear me yeah. um but yes i'm on i've got a website so my website is mindmovementhealth.com.au so on there mm-hmm. there's you know different recipes i've got a mind movement health podcast so awesome. similar yeah. to you we talk of all about nutrition and movement and then you can catch me on instagram at mind movement health and i'm on facebook at mind movement health too so nice awesome. and simple
0: love. and i will put all that in the show notes uh because i know that's a I, I listen to podcasts in the car so i'm always like hey, i gotta get that so <laughs> so you can click all that and find you so um one last thing i would love to talk about as i know you said you you help clients avoid burnout Right, like just, and that's a huge thing right now, right? We're trying to do it all. We're trying to do get the exercise in, change our diet, change, you know, work from home, all the things, right? So, what are your tips and tricks for helping people avoid burnout?
1: A couple. So I always say, give yourself some grace. Mm And in the time that people have been in lockdowns and they're homeschooling and they're trying to fit everything in, something's going to have to go. Like we just can't do it all. So you know, peel it back, just, you know, give yourself some grace. Uh If things slip, that's okay. You'll get back to it when you can. I also just encourage my clients to just shorten their movement. So you know, they're like, I just can't fit that hour class in. I'm like, don't worry about fitting in an hour class. Just find five minutes here, 10 minutes there, you know, whether or not you just at home and you can just add in some squats or get down on the floor and do some stretching. So just honoring that and then just going back to basics so you know you're just like oh i just i'm not eating very healthy just take it one meal at a time chew your yep. food really well and just pick things that you know are going to nourish your body so just going back to just basic fruits and vegetables and whole grains and and stick with that when you can and whatever else happens happens
0: love it love it i think it, the simple things are what get people results but the simple things also seem so simple that people don't do them <laughs>
1: right yeah exactly and they're kind of you know like we're sort of saying before they're not sexy they are quite boring but it's those just small little habits that you can add in you know every day that are really it's going to start to you know change the needle as you start going. love it
0: love it so think is there anything else you'd like to share with the with the happy health audience on pilates and core and burnout (laughs) 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 um
1: I guess just, yeah, listen to your body. That's the other thing yeah. I, I sort of say to people. Our, our body is super smart. It gives us little cues, whether or mm-hmm. not it's a twin here or there, or you know, you've got bloating from your digestion. Yeah. There are cues that come through all the time sometimes we just need to listen to them and then yep. we can generally work out what's going on
0: from there. Absolutely. Love it. That's that's great advice. So, I always end the podcast asking my guests three questions. So, first question is what's a book recommendation that you have?
1: A great one that I read last year was Untamed by mm. Glennon Doyle. Yes. And um, and that is not a fitness book it's not a you know it's kind of you know a, a woman coming of age empowerment yes. and just as a woman reading that book a lot of light bulbs went off for me and just in right. in ways that I hadn't thought or, or sort of thought of how you know gender gaps and things might have been phrased mm-hmm. before so yeah. yeah that was a book that that really had an impression on me
0: yeah I love love that book I listen to the audio book so I like listening when the author reads it when it's somebody that, you know, like I know their voice, because I had, I had watched Glenn in, uh, um, on Marie Forleo's, uh, she interviewed her, I don't know if you know Marie, oh, you know Marie Forleo, that's how we met. Yeah, I know, <laughs> so, yeah. Um, so yeah, it's, and just listening, and I had already known her, so uh love that you said Untamed, because it's, I feel like that's like, every woman needs to read that book. <laughs> that's yeah, like,
1: and, and every young woman too, like yes. I, my girls are living, Little, but as they grow up, it's going to be one of these things as they hit their teenage years that I'm going to be like, you need to read this. <laughs>
0: yes. It's so amazing. So if you haven't read it, read it. If you haven't read it in a while, read it again because <laughs> it's so good. All right. So if there's, uh, what's a daily habit that's a must for you?
1: Moving my body. So it, doesn't matter if it's only short if it's longer Mm -hmm. i have to move my body every day so sometimes you know your day is really packed and i'll be like i can squeeze in like a 15 minute walk this morning yeah and and that's it but i have to move every day
0: love it love it love it love it i'm the same way i post on my instagram every day move daily on my stories because i think it's so important and i love that you 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 brought in again that it's just small right we always think we have to do big things. Think we have to do an hour? We have to do forty-five. We have to we have to be dripping in sweat just constantly. And sometimes it's just like go for a walk, <laughs> just get out there. That's it. Yeah, keep it easy. Yeah. Um, and
1: there's so many movements that I think people start to avoid as they get older because mm-hmm. it does get hard. So right. it's just trying to include those those general movements, you know, yeah. bending down and that sort of stuff, just to make sure that we are moving our body.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Being able to get up and get down is. It's something we take for granted when we're young, but I think it's, it's important. We have a lot of older clients. One, my, my mom actually trains with us and her trainer just constantly working on like her balance and just being able to like, get up from the floor, go down to the floor. Like just that movement is huge that, so it's important to keep moving because one day it's just going to flip and you're going to be like, oh wait, I can't get up anymore. Yeah. What <laughs> happened? Right. Right. So just keeping an ahead of that is so important. Okay. Last question. Um, because this is the Happy Health Podcast, if there's one thing you can give to our audience as advice to be a little bit happier and one thing to be a little bit healthier, what would you say?
1: So I'm going to split it up into two. So my happy one would be to laugh every day. So whether or not you pull up a funny clip on YouTube, mm-hmm. play with your kids, you know, just make sure that you can connect this with somebody and laugh. And my healthy tip is to start your day with a glass of water. So, nice and simple. You know, if you um, want to put a, just a sprinkling of salt in there to help your electrolytes, or so yeah. a squeeze of lemon too, that can help. But just starting your day with a glass of water, I think really sets you up for a, a healthy day
0: ahead. Love it. Love it. Those are super, again, super simple, but super effective. So, Thank you so much for being on the podcast. Like I said, you guys can find... Oh, one last thing. I know you have... Um, people are always like, oh, what can I get more of her? I know you have a little giveaway that you wanted to share with the audience. You want to tell us a little bit more about that?
1: Yeah, so I have a 15-minute core workout. So if you're interested or you know thinking about trying Pilates or mm-hmm. know that you need to strengthen your core, then uh, definitely check out my free 15-minute core workout. And uh, I'm sure Amy will link that up in yep. the show
0: notes. Perfect. I'll put that in the show notes. And I know I'm going to check that out because I'm always looking to change things up and, and just incorporate different modalities of exercise and Pilates is definitely one of them. So thank you so much for being here. Like, uh, like Kate said, I'll put everything in the show notes. Be sure to check all that out. Check out her website, check out all the recipes and everything that she has on there. And I will see you guys next time.
1: Awesome. Thanks,
0: Amy. Thanks for being here. you so much for listening if you're enjoying the show so far it would mean the world to me if you could take a moment to write a review also be sure to subscribe on the platform of your choice to get updated on the next episode the happy health podcast is now on itunes spotify stitcher and all other major podcast platforms